Mr. Van Hagen allowed himself a tiny secret sigh. There had been a time, six, seven years ago, when he'd seriously contemplated asking Mrs. Thorley to marry him. He'd admired her greatly. She was not young, even then, but his first marriage had given him the son every man needed, so he wanted no more children. A good, steady woman with a head for business, a trim figure and still pretty face, and the capacity for running a house on oiled wheels would have been just right. But of course no man of any sensitivity would propose too soon to a widow. So he had waited, and when the time was right, she, to put it bluntly, was not. He'd been shocked when he came over to do her that favour, hair quite white, head jerking, hands tremulous, aged by twenty years. She had, of course, suffered another bereavement, the loss of a daughter, that girl for whom in his half-serious, half-playful fortune-telling in the cards he had seen such disaster, but had only been able to say, Beware of the dark. Actually, in the fumbling, uncertain way of the fortune-teller, he had been right. The girl had gone to India and died, either on the journey or soon after arrival and her mother's hair had whitened, and she'd been taken by a kind of palsy. Nothing much, a jerk of the head, a tremor of the hands. But Mr. Van Hagen had known then, five years ago, that marriage was out of the question. For one day, his nerves, so much more vulnerable than his stolid exterior would suggest, might break down, and he would lean across the table and say, "'Will you keep your head still?' No longer desirable as partner in bed and board, she was still astute, with him at least dead honest, and still a wonderful provider, with no fuss. Mrs. Thorley had no need to fuss. Jenny was still in the kitchen, her legs and what ailed them had always been a mystery, obligingly allowing her to do anything she wanted to do, and then drawing a line. They allowed her to cook, and she still did it superbly, but for anything other than cooking, help must be enlisted from the village, and no difficulty about that. Jenny was related to almost everyone in Stonham St. Paul's, and quite a number of people in the next village, Stonham St. Peter's. She belonged to a family so intermarried, interrelated, tough, resilient, wide-branched, that she could probably have produced, in a crisis, some cousin's cousin or niece from as far away as Nettleton, or Intake, or Muchanger. Two were in action this evening. Violet, not as pretty as her name, who was regular and came up from the village each morning and went back to sleep. And Ruth, older, very pretty, who just happened to be home, unemployed at the moment, glad enough to earn two shillings. Recommending her, Jenny had said that Ruth knew all about waiting at table. She'd worked once at the Hawk in Hand in Bailden. And certainly this evening the service was going with exceptional smoothness and speed. Though, to be honest, Mrs. Thorley hadn't taken to Ruth at first sight. There was something pert, something bouncy, more suitable to an inn's public dining room than to a sedate little dinner party in a private house. Mr. Van Hagen looked about him again, and then turning to his hostess asked anxiously, "Uh, "'Did I say right?' 
To say old, should I be saying well remembered? <laughs> that was understood, Mrs. Thorley said, and of course it must be at least six years since you saw all the girls together. In fact, I don't think you've seen Deborah or Caroline since they were married. Diana comes every year, and her husband, Everard, you may remember him, usually manages a few days. Unfortunately, this year business took him to Scotland. And Deborah's husband, I don't think you ever met him. He has a very large farm and breeds horses. He finds it difficult to get away. And wouldn't come if he had all the time in the world. Mrs. Thorley had never liked him, virtuous and worthy as he undoubtedly was. Methodist, teetotaler, drinking lemonade at his own wedding. Deborah, that good, capable, most precious girl, could well have been overwhelmed, reduced, tamed. But the